0: hello how the tech are you this is our weekly tech show on Ecoplex media i am historian matt i'm one of the hosts and a co-producer on this show and i got a couple of uh, stories that are well the first one's pretty weird the second one's normal but we'll get into that the first one first story i have is the bizarre blue alien job applications that are going around so what's happening is basically there are a bunch of companies hiring service jobs now They use this uh, bizarre personality quiz that's featuring blue aliens. The quiz was created by a company called Paradox.ai. It seems to have nothing to do with AI, but (laughs) it's basically like a a personality quiz based on the big five personality traits, if you know about that. Uh, I'm not going to go into it, but you can look it up later. Um, And what it does is basically, basically it's showing these images and you're supposed to identify with this blue alien named Ash the quiz then shows pictures of the blue aliens including ash and you are supposed to respond me meaning that you agree identify with ash or not me otherwise uh the point of using the blue alien seems to be that instead of uh you know instead of the real looking people is to to allow people of any race to ad- identify with the aliens cuz nobody is blue so everybody should identify with aliens i guess i don't know but uh my last uh, comment on this is basically uh Personally, personality tests are usually don't have a right answer because you're just trying to determine what somebody's personality is. Or you're trying to determine your own personality uh, based on these traits. And personality is not necessarily a good or a bad thing, but uh, the you know different you know pluses and minuses for different things. But if your work depends on you having a certain personality, and that personality will mean you have a job or not then uh, really it does have right or wrong answers, and uh, I think that's a little problematic. What do you guys think?
1: That is problematic, yes, but also there are blue people. If you take enough colloidal silver, your skin will turn blue.
0: I don't know if it's the same kind of blue as these blue aliens, <laughs> but
2: <laughs> so that is true. The, the, the thing that's sort of interesting about this is that over the course of uh, working a customer service job, you can cultivate a version of your own personality that is going to <clears throat> fit better with your customer service job. And <clears throat> that's like a skill set that this kind of test cannot possibly test for right. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, I, I always think that like companies that do this that require like personality tests or like culture fits, all they're doing is just like weeding out potentially good candidates. They're not weeding out anyone bad. They're only weeding out potentially good candidates. Like bad people will go through because like if someone, let's say someone's personality is like extremely obnoxious and offensive. They're not going to answer those kind of questions in like an obnoxious and offensive way during a personality test. That's going to, Like, determine whether you get a job. Yeah. And, like, I don't even think these personality tests are trying to tell whether someone's like obnoxious and offensive. I think they're just trying to tell, like, whether you're extroverted or introverted. And, like, people can have different skill sets, even being extroverted or introverted. So, like, if a company is saying, like, we only want extroverts, then they're going to miss out on, like, a lot of skill sets from good candidates that don't pass their little
0: test. Uh, it did actually seem like from some of the examples that they showed and from reports of people who have taken this test that they were seemingly trying to weed out people who are obnoxious uh i think there was one example where there was an image of like the ash guy like taking the last two pizza slices of pizza uh (laughs) when somebody else wanted some and he's like nope i get the last two pieces i don't remember what the there was like caption to it and so it seemed like it was trying to weed out the most obnoxiously self-centered people in that re- respect cuz you know nobody's going to say that they agree with that right
1: <laughs> yep and honestly i have had coworkers that were really good workers that were like that i learned a lot from who were obnoxious asshats <laughs> they were the last yeah. two
2: pizza slice
1: taker yeah, yeah. absolutely <laughs> <laughs>
0: It also kind of reminds me of uh, a while ago i read about some people trying to make uh, tests to determine if somebody was a psychopath or had psychopathic traits before you know for getting a job interview or during a job interview and it like failed miserably because obviously as soon as they start trying to test for psychopathic traits any psychopaths would just alter their answers to be whatever they think they, they want to hear <laughs> And I feel like something similar is going to happen with this.
2: Right. You don't bring your whole nope. self to the job interview. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <Yep. laughs> what, a, what, just, a, what a weird, what a weird thing. I mean, I thought the aliens were cute. They should have just done a sitcom with the aliens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have been better. All right, what do you got next, um, Matt? Okay, my next one is one that's been going around so you have probably already heard about this but uh photo re- v- photo realistic a- video generated by ai using sora which is uh, OpenAI's newest text to video ai generator uh so we've had uh, ai video generators for a while but the sora is totally a game changer i'm sure some of you have seen videos of it floating around it is just extremely good and realistic uh for the most part if you watch these videos you will not notice anything wrong with them you have to actually look pretty closely and then maybe you'll see some stuff it kind of depends on the video some of the videos are still pretty messed up but a lot of them are very good some of them have no problems at all and some of them the the flaws are very hard to see uh, it also outputs high resolution uh, 1920 by 1080 i assume that's p uh, so that's 1080p uh resolution video uh but it wasn't perfectly clear on that um but most don't do any other uh resolution but anyways uh along with that sora does not generate sound to go with the video which is pretty normal for these ai generators because they're just it's kind of an extension of the image generation just multiple image images uh but it works really well and you should check it out sora is not yet available to the public they're still doing testing what do you guys think have you seen the videos?
1: I've seen the videos and it's fucking scary how realistic they are. Like already you can't trust anything online, but now you can't even trust like video footage online.
0: Well, they didn't show anything doing like deep fake type stuff. I, I don't know if you'll be able to do that, but it was definitely good video. Like people were saying like, freelance um stock stock video people are going to be out of business soon because you'll just be able to type in this stuff and get exactly the video you want it's gonna be pretty um
1: there's (laughs) there's some copyright implications with that uh if you want to actually own the copyrights of the video that you're putting out you wouldn't put something that's uncopyrightable into your video that's true but, yeah, but, but then again, just, big companies are run by really stupid people, so maybe they will.
0: Or well, if there's they don't. another issue like you. Um, if you generate the video with this AI generator, as we've seen in other versions with the, like the AI uh, photo generation, uh, it's not copyrightable. But if you take that video and you're editing into a larger work, I think the larger work is still copyrightable, even if somebody can take the specific video. So it may, they still have some protections, if not everything, they may not really care about specific video protection.
2: And if you're just trying to make a commercial where you're showing this, that, or the other thing, and the point of the commercial is to sell your product, I'm not sure that it matters that much that the particular piece of video that you've used is subject to copyright because yeah. the point is to get the commercial out there and market your product.
0: Yeah. Also, if you have like a voiceover or music over it, that that's going to be copyrightable over the video. Uh,
1: yeah, I definitely think the the stock footage industry is going to
2: change. Yeah, maybe not go away completely, but certainly going to change. Yeah, and I mean, there's still going to be stuff where somebody's going to be like, "No, actually, I need video of San Francisco. I, you know, I just need <laughs> <Yeah>. video of <laughs> yeah. San Francisco."
1: And of course people will still take videos cuz like people enjoy doing that. So It's true. You know. Like I can like literally anyone can go buy a desk from like IKEA or Walmart or Amazon or whatever, but like people still make their own desks cuz it's like an enjoyable thing to do.
0: That's true. But there will be advantages to this like the they show the like The fake drone footage over a like gold rush town, I think, um, they, they said that looked really good, except uh, if you look really closely, a horse disappears, but that's beside the point. (laughs) Uh, it looked really good. Otherwise, (laughs) and it would be really, it'd be prohibitively expensive to set something up like that yourself. Like you'd have to set up a whole town with a bunch of people and horses and stuff. And then, then you could get a drone to fly over it and take
2: video, but.
0: I mean, it would uh, yeah. be especially
2: expensive to make a horse disappear.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the hardest part.
2: <laughs> well, um, yeah, the videos looked pretty good. Um, I I, <clears throat> I saw something um, when I was looking through my show stuff about this, uh, and I was like, oh, well, it's already on the docket.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to talk about that. That's <laughs> right in our, our wheelhouse here. Yep.
2: All right, That's what do all you, I got. What do you got, HK?
1: Hello, how the tech are you? My name is HK Perrin, and this week I've got uh, a really, really interesting story. Google announced a new AI with just an absolutely crazy long context window. Google has announced Gemini 1.5, a multimodal AI with a 1 million token context window. Uh, just so you know, multimodal models means that you can take input from different types of media like text, images, audio, and video, but not yet smell. Uh, the context window of an AI, of a, an LLM, is how much stuff you can say to it before it will start to forget. Basically, it's the short-term memory of an LLM. And 1 million tokens is an extremely large context window. It is so much larger than ChatGPT's GPT-4 model, which already has an incredibly large uh, context window of 32,000 tokens. And this is like bonkers bigger. Uh, As far as I know, the only other AI, like the largest AI window before this that they they even talk about in this article is 200,000 tokens. So this is like five times bigger context window than the previous state of the art. Uh, And a token, just so you know, is roughly two thirds of a word on average. A token can be a whole word, part of a word, multiple words that form one idea or a punctuation, but generally tokens average about seven words for 10 tokens and that means that this new model can take roughly 700 words of context before giving an answer uh, and in the other nodes uh 1 million token tokens roughly translates to about one hour of video or about 11 hours of audio so you could give it one hour of video and ask it a question about anything within that video at all and it would be able to tell you it would be able to, to to remember all these parts of the video and tell you information about that video. Uh, unfortunately this model will only be available to business users and developers. Uh, and it in a preview, so they haven't like fully released it. It's, uh, it's available as a, as a private preview.
2: So what do you guys think? I want to feed it an hour of my Twitch stream and see what it has to say about it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you sure you want to kill it? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah,
2: it'll just, it'll just rip out its, uh, PCI express port (laughs) next week. We'd be covering, we'd be covering whether or not, um, whether or not it is uh, legally actionable for me to feed it an hour of conspiracy bingo and cause the computer (laughs) to, uh, self immolate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it'll just become a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I'm actually surprised nobody's made one of those yet. It'd be called tin foil theorist AI, tin foil hat GPT. Yeah. Is this But yeah, some- this
1: is this is just a an incredible inv- advancement and to give you kind of an idea of this, uh a huge uh code repository would be like maybe uh like a hundred thousand lines uh and you're talking about like that's a really big project and a line would have like oh gosh on average a line might be like 10 tokens so that's about a million tokens for a very large repository and we're like right on the cusp of that of being able to just feed it a rather large repository of code and just be like answer some questions
2: about this code yeah that's wild <clears throat> i um you know i don't i don't understand enough about this but the idea like how many hours what was this this is 11 hours of audio my god i mean you could feed it an entire rave raves worth of audio and be like how many uh hits of ecstasy do you think people did at this party (laughs) it would just answer all of them
0: is that or it might uh reject that that question uh goes against its policy
2: yeah (laughs) this goes against google ai policy Right now, you'd be on like the dark web, looking to buy, um, looking to buy pills, and it would, and the 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 listing on the dark web would say this listing violates um, um, Gemini 1.5 uh, policy, <laughs> and you'd be like, up, oh, that's the one.
0: Is this uh, uh, Gemini related to the video Google faked a while ago? Or do you remember that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. That was the one where they had the guy like it showed his the video and he's like had hands and he'd draw stuff yeah. and uh, I don't think it is because Gemini
1: Gemini is more their like business AI yeah. uh, I don't think that it's available to the public uh, well, that you know, was like just Google Bart is
0: video right yeah it wasn't a real thing so um, so is it going to be available to the public at some point or is this going to be a business strictly thing
1: Um, they they did not specify whether it's going to be available to to the public they said right now it is in a private preview uh which means they might yank access to it at any time uh i mean they might do that to any of their ai models but this one (laughs) specifically with the one million context window uh i guess you gotta be like one of their special customers to get access oh, to this okay. one. Cause like you and I would not
2: be able to, to get access to it. Yeah. And does it just answer questions or can it also generate video and audio for you? Uh, it generates only text.
1: Okay. So you can give it audio and video, uh, and images. Uh, you can also give it like PDFs, uh, and just text, but it will only output text. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering,
0: can you so, give it a URL and have it read the text there? That seems like it should
1: be uh, that's available. a good question. They didn't say whether it has access to the internet. Uh in the in the same vein that like uh the newer ChatGPT has access to the internet. Uh yeah. since it is multimodal, I would assume that building in access to the internet wouldn't be very difficult for them to do. Uh but that is just an assumption i don't actually know.
0: Yeah. Um Oh yeah, and uh said they could could remove it at any time. That's pretty much true of any Go- uh, Google service, right? It could be removed at yep. any time for any reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Google can and does remove things all the time. Yeah. I'm still mad about Google Plus.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Were you the only one using it though?
2: <laughs> it was the best news reader i've ever used. okay i'm mad about google wave google wave
1: seemed like actually to have some uh some really cool ideas some good ideas regarding like actually modernizing chat like chat uh like you know direct messages uh and they killed it off before it was like even in its infancy yeah like i think some people got to test it and then they just killed it
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, no. Well, that's great. I guess it's my turn. And uh, my story this week is a little cooked. <laughs> uh, how the tech are you? I'm producer Dave. I am, I suppose, the co-producer of this show and uh, the producer of all the other stuff uh, here on Echoplex uh, Media. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Who the tech knows? <laughs> so this week's story from me is... Audio. We, I don't believe we've ever run a clip on this show. I'm not going to show the video. Um, and I'm just going to play this bit of audio. Uh, but before I do that, I want to kind of let people know what was going on. Uh, Alex Jones had space lizard conspiracy theorist, David Ikon on recently. Uh, the two had disagreements about Elon Musk with Ike sort of dressing down uh, Alex Jones about his support of Musk. A person by the name. Oh, I don't know. No, I didn't write it in the. I'm a horrible producer here. A person joined their Twitter space to defend Musk, but it uh, seemed to be uh, Elon Musk himself. And uh, we never play clips on this show, but we're going to play just a very short bit of this so that people can hear the voice. And um we'll get this person's name in this clip. Who's up next uh, here, Chase?
1: Let's go with Adrian Dittman. Adrian, go ahead and unmute yourself and say what you have to say.
2: Yeah, um,
1: I, th- I think it's really interesting that David Icke, say, complains of, I don't know, being connected to the hive mind, even though he already is. I mean, you're right now speaking to thousands of people simultaneously, which is
2: a selective hive mind. Well, I'm not going to play a whole lot more of that. Who do you think Adrian Dittman is, everybody? <laughs>
0: Definitely, Elon. <laughs>
1: that is so obviously Elon Musk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but wait, it could be AI generated.
2: <laughs> it it could I don't be. Think so. Um, <laughs> like there are people are people are cooking this. People think that some maybe not AI generated, but that somebody took audio of Elon and chopped it together. I don't think that because it doesn't sound that way, and yeah. it's hard to hard to do that in a way that sounds as convincingly as I guess as convincingly unconvincing as a human being, as Elon Musk, just talking sounds. Um, <laughs> but yeah.
1: I thought this yeah, was, a good, that, I, he, he, he did a, a Donald Trump.
2: Yeah. What was that guy's name? I forget the guy's name that would call into places. It was like John Eastman or what was the guy's I forget was his name, John. It was some weird name something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, and it was so clearly Donald Trump. (laughs) (laughs) I think
1: that Donald Trump is such a great guy. I don't know why everyone's uh, everyone's giving him such a hard time. He's he's such a great guy. (laughs) Who am I? I'm
2: John uh, Stapler. John Stapler is my name. (laughs) So This is obviously um, something that I should have done on our other shows. However, the terms of service on Twitch are such that uh, I fly kind of close to the sun playing clips of uh, Alex Jones at all on there. So I was like, you know what? We'll go ahead and uh, go ahead and cross the streams a little bit and put it here on um, uh, how (laughs) the tech are you. But the the thing about this that I I think is interesting is that – elon musk is losing his goddamn mind he did this (laughs) thinking that no one would know it was him
0: what do you what do you mean losing i'm pretty sure he lost his mind a while ago
2: it's 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 getting worse and one of the one of the things that that matters here actually is that okay if he was just some eccentric rich guy who you know no longer owned any other companies and was just running Twitter like as a retirement project after he took the money and ran, this would be a lot more funny, but Tesla employs a lot of people and their jobs hang in the balance. And I mean, fuck the investors like the big investors, but a lot of people, regular people own Tesla stock and their investments hang in the balance. And there are, you know, competent and accomplished engineers at SpaceX who's, career might be marred by being associated with this company at some point here and i just feel bad for the like regular people who are working for this guy i i don't understand uh any any of what what he's been doing lately actually yeah
0: uh what were they like talking about on this stream or does okay, it really so- matter
2: I didn't listen to it, but I did listen to the knowledge fight podcast, which is a great <laughs> podcast. Uh, David, I kind of went on there and he's, he's kook birds, right? But he went on there and was like saying, you know, oh, you know, you're supposed to be against the elites, but yet here you are palling around with Elon Musk. Cause he let you back on Twitter. It seems to, seems to me that you are, uh, sort of trying to plug into this, this, this powerful elite to make money. And, um, you know, that seems to be at odds with your, with what the mission around here is supposed to be. And I was like, well, you know, you may, um, you may be afraid of intergalactic space lizards, but you are, you sir are correct. Um, (laughs) and you know, uh, he was just basically saying, you know, you're kissing this guy's ass because he's being nice to you. And not for nothing. I think the reason that it took Elon a long time to bring Alex Jones back on the platform is in the past, Uh, Alex Jones had, in fact, uh, criticized uh, Elon Musk in much the same way he uh, criticizes, you know, anybody. And by that, I mean in an incoherent way that includes falsehoods. Um, So, you know, this was uh, interesting, but I just thought the fun part was that this guy, his ego is so big that he thought, that other people wouldn't figure it out because it was him. I think that he, the only reason that he thought other people wouldn't figure it out is because he was the one doing it. And he's like, Oh, I'm just too smart for everybody over here. And it's like, well, no, no, you're not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's a very distinctive voice and voice pattern too. Like it's you can't, he didn't even try to hide it. It seemed like, but, so were were they actually insulting him or were they just talking about him as being an elite guy and So uh, um Alex Jones kissing kissing his butt.
2: So it was uh, David Ike insulting Alex Jones. Oh okay. Um for kissing mm-hmm. up to Elon Musk, who he also insulted.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Elon
1: right. comes okay. on under a pseudonym. <laughs> Does Elon defend only elon musk or does he also defend alex jones
2: he did spend some time claiming not to be elon musk which was pretty fun (laughs) (laughs) uh the the link is in the show notes if either you want to check it out there's a timestamp on it obviously and uh the 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 listeners it's i don't know alex jones got kicked off of youtube so i don't know how long this will stay on youtube because it wasn't just a clip of this it's the whole episode posted by a channel that seems to post infowars stuff um, yeah, you know, I didn't, I had a lot to do today and I didn't have a story and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just going to do this story today. Cause I can't, <laughs> I can't not do it. This guy is, it's just, this is, it's just amazing that he thought that, okay. So the, the logic I think here, and I'm guessing I'm, I'm, um, I'm winging it a little bit, but I think the logic went I'm Elon Musk, people believe what I say, so I'm going to pretend not to be myself and trade on my credibility. See, then it just falls apart, actually. (laughs) Because he thinks he can pull the wool over people's eyes because he's Elon Musk, but then as soon as he claims not to be Elon, it it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. There's no reasonable person that would do this. Right. He could just go on. Yeah. But then that would have been interesting too because it would have been very very strange if um a guy who's famous for literally believing the world is controlled by interdimensional space lizards to absolutely body elon musk on his own platform and to to be you know i do not believe david ike is on twitter i don't believe his ban has been lifted so he would really have nothing to lose and everything to gain in this scenario because Elon Musk couldn't rage delete him from Twitter. So, yeah, I just thought it was interesting that 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 this guy's ego is so big that he never mind, again, it just doesn't make any sense as soon as you start thinking about it cuz he's only <laughs> able to fool people because he's like a rich guy who people like think invented Tesla or whatever, but then as soon as he claims not to be that person, well now who are you fooling and how are you fooling them? Yeah. It's uh it's it's amazing. It's amazing and We're we're watching a bit of a Howard Hughes story here, except that Howard Hughes was, I think, a lot more innovative than uh, Elon Musk. Howard Hughes also famously was friends with L. Ron Hubbard. Maybe the next uh, step in uh, Elon Musk's trajectory would be to make friends with David Miscavige. Who knows?
0: Wouldn't put it past him.
2: (laughs) Don't give him any ideas. (laughs) That would be be just the absolute craziest next thing to happen. But I mean, I... In just other news, even Scientology stopped advertising on uh, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's my story. I'm sorry. I should have brought more tech news, but I was just like, this is just, this is like, this is basically all of my shows in one. Uh, clip actually it was the shortest <laughs> distillation you know. of this entire network in one clip the only thing not included was the stuff we cover on down ballot so if there would have been a cat meowing in the background it would have even covered Catterday, which isn't even really about anything so uh, that's the the end of my stories story and uh, i do believe uh hk you said you were going to uh, close the show out again in an attempt to make the perfect readout <laughs> <laughs> That is how the tech are you? Thank
1: you for watching. We do this show every week and we put it up to on YouTube in multiple segments. If you'd like to check out our other media, you can do that on Ecoplexmedia.com. You can also buy swag at our swag store, eplex.store. Remember to like and subscribe the video, like the video and subscribe to the channel and another video will be on screen right now.